Welcome back. Welcome. To the unfortunately final episode of HFL, the Hideaway Fantasy League Live. The end of it all. Now, technically the season ended last week um, because we only go into week 17 as far as like our our structure for our fantasy league, but we wanted to have a, a follow-up ceremony just because of the timing of our show. Uh, usually we do it 1230 every Sunday here at Hideaway Den and Arcade. Uh, we'll give another shout-out to them here in a second. Uh, but the, the, given that situation where we're at 1230, you know, obviously we don't really get to see the end of a game or acknowledge the end of the game until the following week. Uh, you you know the setup. I don't have to explain myself. <laughs> anyway, uh, hopefully we, they know, too. We're in week yeah, so we're all, all, all like this. six of our listeners tops. Um, so before we get things started uh, with the final episode, again, this will be the uh, final big shout-out to our sponsors. Uh, thank you very much to Hideaway Den and Arcade of Mandeville thank for you. being our home and host. Uh, they have given us some cool prizes and let us do our show here. So a big, big thank you to them. Uh, we look forward to potentially coming back next season and doing another Bar Fantasy League. We'll see how that goes. Uh, also, uh, Top Hat Tuxedo. They've been great. They were a great sponsor. They provided some great prizes as well. Uh, we look forward to giving them away today. Today. And last but not least, Aquistapace's Wine and Cheese of Mandeville. Yes. Uh, I, we've talked plenty we've about our sponsors. about them a ton. Yeah. Uh, go check out all of our sponsors. They've been fantastic, and we owe them a huge thank you for making this Fantasy League uh, slightly more entertaining and more fun by showering us with prizes and expecting us to promote them in return. And I, th- I think we have, right? Yeah, I would say so. I would say we've, we've done a, a fair job of promoting. Everybody's done done at least tried to mm-hmm. listen to us once or twice so thank you yeah yeah um so as i mentioned last week it wrapped up um i don't know if you can tell by the tone of my voice i i i lost i lost i, I made it to the finals i saw i made it to the finals i was i was talking big game like going in it was just me here having a couple drinks just enjoying myself making it to the finals patting myself on the back thinking i probably had this and sure enough um the fantasy gods saw fit to defeat me in the final matchup, and uh, before, uh, well, we're fixing to talk about all these fantastic matchups we had. Uh, but this was a, a big blowout weekend, right? Yeah. Um, like it, it seemed like all our matchups in our league, it was a big blowout weekend. Like I just shit the bed. Some teams uh, just I got lit beat it up. by gun. Um, if you had anybody from the Bengals, that game was incredible. The Chargers put up incredible numbers. Tennessee went off that week for the most part. Uh, everybody loves the Tampa Bay shootouts they had with the Jets the week prior. It was, it was, there was a lot happening. It was a good, good week for football. Especially, uh, if you, uh, shout out to the Bengals. Love shout them. out to Joe Burrow and Burrow. Jamar Chase for single-handedly taking some teams to the championship. Yeah, they did. <laughs> I saw it in multiple leagues. Those two um, dudes. What a what a wackadoo like kind of finish to the season here with just COVID and every like players getting dropped left and right, having to figure out matchups uh, with players out for COVID. It's been um, stressful. It, it's been very stressful, and I was talking about it with a friend earlier, um, and we've talked about it on the show several times of like how more leagues tends to not be so stressful because you're not as involved. Um, that was that that backfired that. That blew up in my – that strategy of being in a bunch of leagues blew up in my face this yeah. year. Um, this was the first year I think I've, like, straight up said I, I don't want to, like I'm, – I'm checking out. Like, I'm, I'm kind of just – I'm going to set my lineup, uh, dust my hands, and uh, be, be out of it. And it was um, not painful. You can't do it, though. 
No, you can't. That's a big, and I preach this in fantasy all the time. If you just pay attention and like fill your lineups, you'll you'll do probably pretty well. Like yeah. you'll probably do okay. And I, I I stuck by that. I did check my lineups, but like as far as like trying to waiver wire at this point, I like pick up players and drop players. Like if if I had a COVID player, he he went on my bench, and I was just like, well, if there's no one else available, I'm not even like. I don't know how to explain it. It was just a whirlwind of bullshit. I felt like I was. I'm not. I wasn't even in a championship game. I was fighting for fifth place because I wasn't here to talk about it. But Seth, you beat me early on, and that's fine. Um, for this week, I came in second most points. So the only person I would have lost to is David Gunn. So that actually does make me feel better, knowing that if I got all the way to the finals, I would not have won either way. Uh, but may I, here I say, even at fifth place, I was trying to look and see, make sure people were getting covered and and. Because I also want to screw it up for everybody else. I want people, you know, so you can't have them. So it was a lot. There's a lot going on with football. Uh, and it's hard at the end of the year because the holidays are rolling around. You have so much back-to-back. Everything's kind of in flux. They're having games on Thursdays, Fridays, Saturdays. Saturdays. The Saturday games you know, uh, threw Tuesday, me for a loop. Tuesdays. Sometimes you're just like, I, I, there's so much football happening. What week is for what week? Uh, it, this extra week has been insane. Uh, to say the least, things got real messy here at the end. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. Um, but, you know, we, we talked about it at the end of the regular season. We, we did good. I'm For not regular bad. season players, I think um, you and I did great. And I think if you made it to the playoffs, you did great. That's, that's um, the goal. And I, I just kind of I feel as though the playoffs this year was just kind of like a, 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 dart, a, yeah, a dart throw. A dart, yeah. Um, I will say that Seth, who beat you, correct? Yes. Uh, Seth. Uh, won in another league, and I okay. think he won another league outside of that. So he seemed well. he seemed to have his uh, thing like he had his finger on the pulse this this playoffs. Good for or him. he or he just had Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase yeah, either way. through most of the like uh, playoffs. Ride um, them, ride or die. Yeah. So uh, they, they, you know, there people who did pay attention and like got lucky and had the right players. Uh, they they shined and came through. Um, uh, and so with that, let's go ahead and just dive into our matchups. Uh, do you want to, like, let, let's start at the bottom and work our way to the top. And that way when we get to the top, uh, we can introduce our guest, who is also yeah. our champion. Yeah. Um, because uh, we do have a guest today. Uh, shout out to Team Gun. Thank you for being here. Um, so, yeah, let's just kind of go through and look at, real quick, the state of the league. We'll start from bottom and work our way up to the top. So the uh, the battle for the worst. The battle for the worst. Um, was between Emily and Millie. Was between bartender Emily, the Boner Thumbs, and bar owner Millie, uh, the Fozzie Bears. Now, Millie had an incredible victory right before the playoffs started to beat Magsty, yeah. thrust you into the number one seed and yeah. all this stuff to kind of even still help you get to the point where you're fighting for either first or second place. So shout out to Millie for that incredible yeah. victory. Millie had momentum going into the consolation bracket, and I was um, more hopeful for her <laughs> performance, but um, she retained uh, the title of League's Worst this season. Sometimes you're uh, HR. Both regular season League Worst and playoff League Worst. Uh, Millie, that is an achievement. You get... Yeah. <laughs> uh, as we've talked about, there is a prize for last, dead last place. Why not? Uh, so, Millie, you will be going to a Pelicans game. Congratulations. Uh, unfortunately, it will be with me in attendance, so... It, it might get a little Stuck. crazy. Uh, <laughs> so, <Stuck. laughs> congratulations to Millie. Perfect. Yeah, we'll have we'll have a good time. We'll have a good time uh, and celebrate and wallow in defeat. Uh, so, big shout out to Millie for maintaining hey, worst in the league. Congratulations, Millie. Um, 
Coming in 11th place, that would be Boner Thumbs Emily. Uh, you know, we're just going to breeze through these. Congrats they're, on being shitty. Important. You know, you, you, you beat the one, I guess, at the end and not be last. But, hey, you could have gone to a Pelicans against no, Brian. So. Not to finish not dead last. Finished that, and she accomplished that. She accomplished that. that goal. She finished dead last. <laughs> <laughs> Second to dead last. Um, yeah, so we got the, the, the worst game. Congratulations to those two players. Thank you for playing. We appreciate it. Uh, please try harder next year. Um, the next game for ninth place became, came down to uh, Drolo here, one of the bar owners, and Carolina Manthers, Jacob, out in Carolina, South Carolina, I believe. No, he's in Riley, North Carolina. Riley. Uh, so shout out to our long distance friends playing. I was real high on Carolina Panthers. Yeah, um, early on they were hot. They had a fantastic points four at the end of the season, and I really thought they were gonna not only probably crush the consolation, but, but I really thought they were gonna make the playoffs there at the end. And then they just imploded because he stopped setting his lineup. Yeah, so the luck of the Carolina Panthers uh, maintains, and unfortunately he came in tenth place. Trollo, congratulations! You oh, came nice. in ninth. You know, top bottom, 10, top of the bottom quarter, top, top of the bottom quarter out of 12, uh, moving into the seventh place game, uh, the champion of the consolation, the king of the losers that came down to the Beatico ballers and public's grocery loss, uh, prevention, which is better than that team is. And, and a meddlingly close game, low scoring Beatico ballers pulled it out. Yep. They beat public's grocery loss prevention to be seventh. Uh, yeah. And I do want to just dive in real quick just to see what the matchup, to see. Because I don't think, do they even have people playing? Yeah, like, I want to see how many. Okay, so in our loser bracket championship, both teams had players who were out or inactive. And that's, uh, you know. It's been rough. It's a shame. It's a shame. But at the same time, I can't blame you. You aren't playing for anything other than pride at that point. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, so it is what it is. They're going at the end of the season. So that, that, that wraps up the consolation. Are we, are we content with acknowledging the losers? No. Move on. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Sorry, Daryl. Sorry, Millie. All right. So uh, in the winner bracket. Talk about me. Yep. This is uh, you. You faced off against our most improved team of the year. That would be Loki's Delta Variants versus you, the Chubbalubba Ding Dongs, and you won. Yeah. In spectacular fashion, I've, I mentioned that earlier, that uh, all these games are blowout games. Uh, you absolutely crushed them. Yeah, I got the second most points for the week Yeah. Uh, to make sure Chris understands who is superior. I hope you're watching this. I am superior. <laughs> um. Well, I, now I talked about this, and I noted it whenever last week we, y'all had the matchup. I, um, I pointed out, like, hey, a couple of y'all had players who weren't playing. You had Julio Jones, who was deemed inactive, like, a couple hours before the game. It just... Yeah. And he had Kirk Cousins, who I would argue is the quarterback, the higher points getter, uh, more relevant. Like, he, he, he just fudged it and did, didn't put in a didn't quarterback. Didn't put in a quarterback. Yeah. Julio but it, I don't think it would have made a difference. Yeah. You no. had quite a spectacular game. Well, Jamar Chase put up record numbers at 55 yeah. and a half points is, for any kind of receiver is nuts. Like, that. That it's his insane numbers to go along with Joe Burrow. So I doubled up on that. He got 42.8. You know, so he ran up to 43. Uh, Deontay Foreman for Tennessee has been points. an incredible back for a guy that's like just got a great opportunity to be great. 
uh, he's he's really stepped up and done it. Well, they brought in an entire litter of running backs after and, Derrick Henry and went he's down. The one that and took so it. it's interesting that Dante Foreman uh, Freeman stepped up because I wasn't it like Le'Veon Bell? Like who all was in the mix over there? It wasn't Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon Bell was the um, I don't remember Baltimore, but all it was, of them in in Tennessee. But I do remember um, maybe they brought in Adrian Peterson. I think, I think that was it. Adrian I think Peterson. They brought, Adrian, brought, they brought in a, a healthy little crop of people to try and address it. But uh, Deontay Freeman really. Yeah. Uh, a foreman really stood out for you, so good, good grab, good grab. Thanks. But yeah, you you were the benefactor of the illustrious, uh, previously mentioned Cincinnati blowout, which is a makeup because the week that I lost, they did not do very well. So okay. Uh, so you guys, thank you. For, they owed you one they for, for you coming one. in and be like, you know what, Joel's not going to be sixth. He's going to be top five, and just barely squeak out of some kind of cool prizes. But I feel better about myself to say that I'm in the top five and not sixth. I just, I don't know. I yeah. feel better. Hey, you had a good season, man. Uh, I think you finished super strong. You, you established yourself as a, a fantasy presence, a fantasy entity. Yeah. If you will. So uh, I con- sometimes know things. Yeah. So congratulations, Thanks. man. And you, you, uh, and we mentioned Chris is one of the most improved teams of the year. He, he basically uh, reinvented his team from the ground up from the start of the season. A couple when times. He, yeah. yeah. Uh, including a blockbuster trade with us that led to, I think both of us making playoffs in some capacity. Um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, congratulations to both you and Chris. Uh, more congratulations to you for uh, putting your foot on his throat and stepping as hard as you could. Grr. Grr. All right, uh, moving on to our third-place game. This was uh, McGillicuddy Hamaslama Seth versus Team Maxi. Now, if you've been following along, Team Maxi was the team to beat all season long, and right at the end of the season, they started slipping. They weren't. They had more points on their bench than they were actually getting into their score. It, it really became a fun snowball effect to watch. Yeah, it, it was delightful to watch number one go down. I enjoyed it. I really. I'm so glad, even in this one, that Seth came through and took third place, so that way Max D doesn't even get any kind of recognition at all. Because you're just really just one step up above me, and I'm better than you because I beat you at the end. So <laughs> there it is. Uh, yeah, and as I mentioned, Seth, Seth and Millie. So you know what. Fourth place means nothing to them. They're last place. <laughs> Magsty's last. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, for all intents and purposes, like, what a fall from grace. Um, you know, I, I would have picked them to probably end up in the finals, but it, it is what it is. At least top three, but they just – It they, is what it is. They, they stuffed right at there the at the end. end. Um, and as I've mentioned previously, Seth really was paying attention this year. He, he was a champion cared. across the board. He made, like – top four and i think every league he was a part of good for seth um i thought he was gonna make it today but you know it happens whatever things happen uh we miss you seth come show up and get your prizes uh but yeah so that was an interesting game again uh, a fairly sizable blowout mcgillicuddy hamaslamas beat uh, mags t 158 to 117 so that's a 40 point differential huge and uh yeah i will take a quick gander at this game real quick just to see if there's anything of note to comment on i would imagine i believe he's been rolling with aaron Rodgers every single week which aaron Rodgers has just been on a freaking tear uh aaron Rodgers has basically put himself in the mvp conversation joe mixon's been doing incredible as well he's a top four back this year uh and he has jonathan taylor (laughs) who to me if you're not picking a quarterback for mvp it should be jonathan taylor he's so good yeah he's so good this is one of the moves I would like to point out for Seth that he made. Uh, this, 
An- Antonio St. Brown for the Detroit for the Lions. Lions. Amon Ross St. Brown. Yes. I, I don't know who that is. This and dude I- is a nobody. Kind of like Deontay Foreman was with the with the Titans we just talked about. This and dude's just like on the roster. He f- picked up a void and just Jared Goff loves him. Yeah. He and just he loves him. Put up 35 points. Yeah. So, holy shit. Way to, what scoop, a way to scoop a player right there at the end who you've had your eye on to be a playoff uh, difference maker. I along mean, with his running back from San Francisco, which I don't ever trust any of the backs in San Francisco, so the fact that he did, it just worked out very well. I was worried about going up against Seth um, when I – did I play him? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I played him. Uh, I was worried about that matchup when I played him, and uh, I'm very grateful that I made it pass because this guy knows what he's doing. Um, he, again, not enough to win the overall league this, this week. Um, we're fixing to jump into the first-place championship game. Uh, but, Seth, man, way to knock it out of the park. Going home with third in a fantasy league, you can't ask for much better than that. Hey, you know what? Bronze um, gets you on the podium, baby. You're on the podium, baby. Congratulations. Uh, we have your prizes here. Uh, I will pull them out here in a second. I forgot what most of them are. So <laughs> let's. And let you me. have a time limit. So if you don't come yeah. get them within two weeks, uh, it goes to me. Yeah, it'll go to Joel. Uh, Two-week time limit. Back. All right, so. As we decided, third place gets a pair of leftover socks and a $10 gift card to Hideaway Denon Arcade. I might just take it anyway. So, Seth, come get your <laughs> socks. Come visit me. Which you don't have a say in. And, but, uh, yeah, and, come visit Brian. And we'll find out here in a moment what socks you're going to get, whether it be Saints or LSU. Uh, so, moving into the second place matchup, this or second For, place championship Second first place, matchup. yeah. <laughs> this came down to... Our team, the bar team, Lambs of Goodell uh, versus Team Gun. And uh, earlier in the season, the number I, two seed overall going into the playoffs. Number, number two. two. Number two versus number one. It's as it should be. Um, the score didn't show that. No. Um, and I'm, I, I had a good, fun time patting myself on the back on having one of the biggest, like, victory differentials <laughs> earlier in the season. Okay, yeah. Like, and I here had it is. A, I had a 100-point victory over someone, and – I think I'm going to have to go back and look at statistically, but I think Gunn now has the biggest beat down. <laughs> like, it's over 100 points. It's 175 to 73. So that's 102 points and some change there. Holy shit. I just got smoked. I don't know what happened. I thought I, I, thought I set my lineups. Everybody did play. Everybody put up points. Just um, not enough. But not enough. Everybody shit the bed. T. Higgins obviously didn't have the day he was having because Jamar <laughs> Chase ate all the targets. Yeah. Josh Allen's the only player that you had that looks like he did his job, but he also threw three picks. Yeah, my team just shit the bed. Uh, so let's go ahead and introduce our champion who who beat the fuck out of me by such a large margin, uh, David Gunn. Welcome, David. Hey, how's it going? Uh, right. Come on, come over here, you. actually. That's not super working. You have to talk into this microphone, so I'm going to... You can talk, yeah. I'll put it to you. Hey, I'm I'm excited to win your uh, fantasy league. That was a lot of fun. <laughs> I didn't mean to. Well, dude, uh, so tell me where your mind kind of was in the last like few weeks of the season because like your division was like y'all had all the same record. Like for the last two weeks, it seemed like everyone was one game back from you, and like you just I, I didn't feel like you could have gotten comfortable in that division. No, I, I was uh, either leading it or in second place. I think for most of the season. Um, Point differential worked out in my favor. Total points scored, as far as I can tell, uh, I, I, like there were teams that were doing a little bit better. You know, one of the one of the keys to success, 
I, that one of the things I really hang my hat on as far as why I won the league is that uh, I did auto draft my team. Oh, okay, there yeah. it is. There and it is. That's really that's a very uh, underrated move. Well, I, I was going to ask. Um, that was going to be one of the things I was going to ask about. Was like, how did you approach the draft? So you auto drafted, and from what it looks like, most of your players look like drafted players. Yeah, correct? I didn't. You I didn't, didn't do too many moves. my draft. It was. Uh, I totally trusted the the wisdom of the NFL. Uh, dot com fantasy ratings and just rolled with it, you know. I not a bad I've move. Made fantasy for a long time, and 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 yeah, you know, like a twenty one league I've been in for like 21, 22 Holy years. Holy shit! Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, you know, I took a different approach in this league, and it and it paid off. Was it a was it an intentional effort? Like, I, I, when I'm, I'm going to ask that in a sense that did you look at your draft? Uh, did you look at your draft position and say, hey, I'm just going to let I'm going to let auto draft handle this, you know? It was kind of a mistake. Um, I traveled to, uh, it was Labor Day weekend, right? Mm -hmm. It was after the hurricane, so things were a little weird. Um, I I had already planned a trip to, we rented like a McMansion uh, in a Dallas suburb, a bunch of buddies and I, to have a draft for another league, the league that I've been in for like 21 years. So a bunch, so we all rented a house and drove in from all over and flew in from all over and uh, had a big draft and draft party. Uh. And in the beginning, like, whatever day it was, I had every intention of it, but, you know, it, everything got away from me, and uh, so we auto-drafted. Uh, auto-drafting happens, ended man. up being the, the way to go. Uh, it, it works out, I think, in some cases. Uh, just looking at your team, I, I, would, I would venture to say you drafted Devonta Adams first. Then you probably got Najee Harris, David Montgomery. And I had then, a lot of running backs, and also, yeah. uh, uh, you got James Robinson too. But you know, yeah, he, he, he really got didn't. hurt last week, yeah. um, or the week before the final week when I, I was in the semifinals. But um, I, I did make some pretty big, smart acquisitions during the season, and I've got a real knack for knowing who to start. And so as long, you know, like when you auto draft, you take some of your own dumb bias out Mm -hmm. and just let the machines take over. And then I like to kind of do like a hybrid, like let the machines do a little bit and then let me let me handle free agency and trades and and, and setting the lineup. So I didn't wasn't a big fan of their optimization tool, you know, like um, (laughs) I I put my own little patois on that. Um, But uh, it was, you know, I mean, I, I. very excited to what did I win? I'm ready to I'm ready to hear what I want, man. <laughs> yeah. All right, the well, of prizes. So second place, uh, I'll, I'll go ahead and cover me because I, I lost you and uh, and honestly I feel like I shouldn't even get any prizes by how bad I lost. Yeah, I really kicked uh, your ass that last. Dude, I I really want to and I'll, I'm going to read the article as I've done every uh, okay every week, but I'll, I'll go ahead and address the prizes. But before we give them to you, I'll read the article. Uh, so second place, I win a fifty dollar top hat tuxedo. Gift card and a twenty-five dollar top at, uh, twenty-five hideaway, hideaway den and arcade gift card. Jesus, stumbled over that. And uh, first place gets twenty-five cigar. For, do you smoke cigars? Yeah, I, I, mean, I can. <laughs> well, you you're, yeah. you're about to, I, I friend. Smoke a lot of things. You're about yeah. to, friend, because you got twenty-five cigars from Aquista Paces coming your way, oh, along with a fifty-dollar top hat tuxedo gift card at some men's clothing store right up the road. Um, you have a choice of. Fancy socks from Top Hat Tuxedo and a $50 gift certificate to Hideaway Tavern. So, congratulations. Oh You're walking away with almost $200, I would say, yeah. in like 
stuff. Are you going to write all this down for me? No, no you're going to okay. walk out of it with a bag. <laughs> you're gonna hand, I'm going to have physical items. Yeah, yeah. No, that's good. I like that. Um, so, yeah, congratulations. You won some cool stuff. Thank you to our sponsors. We'll do uh, a little photo shoot here at the end just to, like, do a thank you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so, yeah, that, that, that's your prizes. Oh, mm-hmm. I, I got a question. You've, you've done a big lot amount of uh, fantasy, right? What's the biggest prize you've played for? Not necessarily that you've won, but, like, what's the biggest, like, league you've ever played in? Because I've, I've seen the $1,000 leagues, and I'm too scared to even touch those. Oh, I, I, uh, I have never really been a big fan of putting too much money into fantasy. Yeah. In fact, what's, what's funny is the league that I give a shit the most about is not a penny has ever transpired. Fair enough. You know what I mean? It's a big pride. Yeah, yeah. There's a trophy, you know, and the trophy moves honor. And goes around. People hold. It's like the Stanley Cup, you know. You I get, like that. Yeah, it's it, it's again, it's 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 the friendship and the camaraderie. It used to be the shit talking. We don't sh- talk shit like we used to, you know. Oh, that's cool that it's been that long. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Um, but I, you know, I, when you told me about this league, I was excited. You know, I mean, I think that you doing this podcast is uh, an amazing thing. Um, I've had you on my podcast. Yeah, we've, we've had we've, we've yeah, podcast we've podcasted together. We have podcast orgies. That yeah, yeah. that's good. Um, Swung podcast swinging. <laughs> uh, but um, you know, I mean, so I, I was very excited to participate, and I mean, I hope hope, hope to participate again. I mean, I'd like to come and win your league again for uh, sure next year. And, uh, well, I'm definitely going to keep you posted. I think I, I, out of respect and honor, I think I have to invite you back next year, right? I think. Yeah. yeah right? Yeah. <laughs> you win. You uh, won. We got to get rid of the, the threats. <laughs> I live a mile from here. Yeah. Yeah. Well, as I said, uh, you know, God willing, there will be football next year and we'll be able to do fantasy again. I don't see any reason why that wouldn't happen. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to read this article real quick just because I want to see it, what the – if they mention the differential at all. So <clears throat> this is it. This is your championship matchup, NFL.com generated article that it just spits out from a computer. Gun drops the hammer on Lambs of Goodell for league championship. Gun annihilated Lambs of Goodell for the second time this year. I didn't realize you beat me before already. Uh, yeah. 175 to 73. Their overall record moved to 11 and 5, while Lambs of Goodell dropped to 12 and 4. This game's margin of victory was the highest in the league this season, and Gunn has now extended their average margin of victory against Lambs of Goodell to 82 points. Goodness. Uh, congratulations right there. That it verified what I wanted to know, that this was the biggest spanking, and it happened in the finals. In the finals. <laughs> I, dude, I mean, I hate to say that I'm like a ringer or something, but I, I, do I you was, feel like you got got? I don't feel like I got got, uh, and I was talking about that earlier with Joel. It's like I think just I'm I'm so happy that I made it to the playoffs and like right. all like most of my fantasy leagues this season, um, and I kind of just said fuck it going into the finals. I was I won one league, so I'm not like completely ringless this year, and I know I'm good at fantasy. But yeah, it was <laughs> I, I was definitely more bummed in the performance of my team than thinking you were like a ringer in any capacity. But I knew you were going to be a threat when you made it to the playoffs. Uh, you're someone who studies the numbers. Yeah. You do fantasy, like you get this shit. Right. Um, even though you auto drafted your team, respect. Uh, so th- there was that. Uh, continuing on the reading, 
the Green Bay wide receiver. Oh, oh, Devonte Adams was the team leader this week, garnering 30 points. The Green Bay wide receiver continues to perform like a first rounder. Should four gun, averaging 22.19 points per game. So Devonte did work for you all year. He That's was fantastic, year. especially down man. I mean, and he's such a. I love watching him. You know, I've grown to become like an Aaron Rodgers fan in the last few years, mm-hmm. which is a little uh, avant-garde. But um, Devontae, the, the, the Packers are – I thought the Packers were the best team in the NFL last year. And the Packers are probably the best team in the NFL again this year. And Devontae Adams is a huge part of that. Well, it's the Aaron Rodgers and Adams show up there. Yeah. For, for all intents yeah. and purposes as far as playmakers go. Um, so, yeah, like <laughs> if you're going to have any players on Green Bay, those are the two you wanted to see. I, I saw an interesting statistic, actually, that Aaron Jones and A.J. Dion had like the exact same numbers. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so, yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah. Mirror yeah. numbers. And it's just it's crazy that like the starting running back with so much hype and the backup ended up with the same numbers. But Devonte was I think he might end up being the number one wide receiver. It's close. That's a tight. Cooper Cup is Cooper, a force, I, right? I, mean, I think Cooper Cup's at the top like of it. He's like 146 away. Like they're, they're within like 100 yards of each other. Huh. The uh, uh, receiver game was tight. Um, and then Justin Jefferson from the Vikings also is at the top of it. He's hmm. a couple of yards away from breaking Randy Moss's record Jesus. up there in Minnesota. So like he's also been another one that's just kind of been sneaky in the back. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Um, I, yeah, you, got it. you can just sell, yeah. Uh, so, you dra- again, you auto-drafted, but um, what's your opinion on, like, a zero wide receiver strategy in a draft? Like, I, I tend to go wide receiver first unless I'm, like, top four. Um, and even then, I'm probably still going to, like, aim for a Tyreek Hill or even a Devontae Adams. It, it, it does depend on your position, right, where you're, where you're, where you're pulling from. Um, I like to go running back. I don't, I'm really not a big fan of going wide receiver first unless I'm way at the tail end. I usually play in like 10, you know, 10 person leagues, mm-hmm. 10 team leagues. Yeah, then you're probably not even. But, but usually if I'm getting a wide receiver, I'm getting the best wide receiver. For sure. For you sure. know, at that spot. Or, and it's serpentine, it's going to bop right back to me, so I'll pick up you know, a running back and the best wide receiver. But, I mean, when you look at it, running back is a, high, is a higher commodity. It's, it's more valuable than a wide receiver. There's yeah, less, yeah. There's less uh, scaled to, relative to the position and what the position can do. There's less talent at running back, than, relatively speaking, than wide receiver. Mm-hmm. And then also, and then you, I, I think I listened to one of your podcasts like last week and you were saying – you're curious about how I ended up with Azoma as my tight end. Yeah, yeah. Um, if that was a draft, I, or a no, pick-up. I had Waller or somebody. I had somebody solid. Maybe it wasn't Waller. I might get, be getting my leagues confused, but I had yeah. a solid tight end that ain't a solid tight end anymore. And I and I'd cut with him. Uh, yeah, you must have dropped him many weeks, that. many weeks earlier. I, but, it may have been like Knox or someone. It man. was somebody, yeah. man. But I, but I went with Azoma on purpose because there's literally that's 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 what I had and. Um, but I like to go tight end earlier than most people. Oh, same, same. Uh, and it's because of the the gap between right. the yeah, fourth should... best tight end and the first best the tight tier, end. The tier, the difference yeah. in the tiers. Yeah. And running back, there's a gap between the eighth best running back and the first. And receiver, I mean, there's like five or six guys that are just going to ball. 
every week. And, this... and then there's, I mean, like, not this league. Okay, let, let me tell you how, how close, <laughs> how, how just general fantasy, uh, the margin of success and error, right? Yeah. It was like a third round or fourth round pick in one of my, in my favorite league, the one I traveled to Dallas for. Yeah. And I knew with the next pick coming around, I was taking a Rams receiver and I was going to have my choice between Robert Woods oh, no. and Cooper Cup. <laughs> and I, a, being the savvy eye for talent that I am, I went with Robert Woods. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, I mean, Cooper Cup, that's why I was shocked when Joel said earlier that. Like there was some question if Cooper Cup is the or Devonte Adams is in the same yeah, who's neighborhood the of wide points receiver? with Cooper Cup because Cooper Cup is just ridiculous, especially in a full point PPR leagues with all the catches he's getting, you know. Right. So that was a that was like a monumental fantasy okay. gaffe. Okay. So I did. I wanted to look it up. Cooper Cup ended up the fan ended, ending the fantasy season with 412 points, and then Devonte Adams next best wide receiver. 332. So, like, yeah, and Cooper Cup's, Cooper Cup's gonna play, and he's gonna play points. hard today. He's gonna put another yeah. 40 points up today, 30, yeah. 40 points up today. It's not, uh, it's about 400. And if you look up Robert Woods, too. dude, it's gonna be embarrassing because he got and he got hurt. He was, he was playing yeah. like shit and he got hurt. So, yeah, the, the wide receiver game this year was delightful. I usually tend to aim for wide receivers. I do love to get me a tight end first. I'm a big Travis Kelsey fan, yeah, have been for several years. Yeah. I like to get him in the first round or second if I can. Uh, this year I was pretty Waller heavy, Waller, Waller heavy. Mark yeah. Andrews heavy, yeah. um, which I was okay with, but you know injuries happen. But yeah, man, the, the the receivers this year were just such a delight. Twenty more receptions than Devontae Adams. Yeah, you know, like, yeah. He's got four more touchdowns yeah. on the year. That's that's a lot of points. Yeah, so that's how you know that's how and like I said, that was a third or fourth round pick you know what i mean oh, yeah. yeah and so it's it's, it's how Great you could kid. it's how you could really fuck that up uh all right so back to the article uh jones had plenty of opportunities for lambs of goodell but only could manage 27 total yards on 11 touches in addition to the fantasy victory gun was keen enough to select winners in real football as well each of his starters played on a winning nfl team this past week so i, I guess that really doesn't mean check shit for fantasy purposes i, just tend, I have a habit of i have a habit of picking winners yeah, though you just, they just wanted to make sure that we knew that you pick winners. Yeah. Uh, uh, for the winners, uh, for the winners, several players have been late season starts, most notably Devin Singletary and Adams. Uh, late season stars, sorry. Uh, during the playoffs, that duo has surpassed their season scoring average by 110% and 48 respectively. Despite the loss, Lambs of Goodell had two players performing their best in the playoffs. Didn't feel like it. T. Higgins and A.J. Brown. Uh, they, they did good in the playoffs overall for me, so... Um, AJ was part of that blockbuster trade we made at the beginning, so it's good to see those uh, the fruits of that trade coming coming back here at the end. Uh, during the postseason, that combo averaged 26 points and 18 points respectively, topping their season-long marks uh, 63 and 31%. On the other hand, the losers had a few players who struggled in the playoff spotlight, including George Kittle and Cordero Patterson. Uh, Cordero Patterson was a pickup, and George Kittle was part of that trade, so it did bite me in the butt at the end. So, trading. Eh, it can be good. It can be good. It seems, it seems like auto-drafting and paying attention might just be the way to go. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I'm not a big fan of trading, man. It, well, especially, I mean, again, it depends on who's in the league with you, right? So, like, and, guys I've been with for 20 years, we've, we've got trade shit is, like, legendary. But 
with a group of like relative strangers yeah. in this league. Like I knew, I know you, I know Joel. Yeah. You know. I, I want Justin Tucker. Like you could probably get me to take a silly trade to get Justin Tucker on my team. Yeah, but I don't like just I've over the years, man. I've been just so aggravated by dumb trades that get proposed to you that like i don't even i don't i don't dip my toe in those waters very often in fantasy i'd rather uh you know free agent wire it so i i when i trade it's usually premeditated during the draft i'm if it really kind of comes together when i'm drafting like what position am i drafting because if i for example if i'm drafting towards the end of the draft and i can get the two top wide receivers no problem if i could get Devontae Adams and I guess Tyreek Hill going into the draft not knowing what Cooper Cup would do um, then I was likely to do that and willing yeah and willing to trade one of those wide receivers so that's that's the only time that I like feel as though I, I plan and anticipate a trade in any capacity is when I'm drafting and it's like okay I can get this really good player I know it can flip him here in a week or two and get like what I need right um, so that's kind of my approach on strategy. I'm not a, a general regular season trading. I'm not a huge fan of, but uh, when Chris showed up with, uh, you know, basically take Kittle off or take Kelsey off my hands for like three star players, I was like, I, I got to take that. I got to take that. Yeah. Um, so, you, you know, I, I, I tend to agree. I'm not a huge trader, but like if I'm going to trade, it's I've already got it in mind during the draft who I'm trading. Right. Yeah. Like I, I, I drafted tr- knowing that I'm gonna trade someone. Anyway, finishing off this article, Gunn finished the regular season in fourth place with a record of nine to five, with a scoring average of 128.5. They also placed fifth in the league in that metric. After a bye in the first round of the playoffs, Gunn defeated Maxi 134 to 128 on their path to the championship. They had the league's best average scoring margin this season, outpacing opponents by 19 points per game. So you were, you were kicking pretty butts pretty soundly. All through the end there. You walked through comfortably, it seems. Yeah, yeah. It was it was a good feeling. I mean, the semifinals, I think, only won by like six or eight, but yeah. But it, it factored into the average of 20 points. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. They had the oh, league's yeah. best average scoring margin of the season. Blah, 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 blah. Lambs of Goodell concluded their regular season in first place with a record of 11-3 and three, with a scoring average of 135.36. They also placed third in the league in that metric. Following an opening round, playoff by Lambs of Goodell took down McGillicuddy Hammerslammers 141 to 126. So that's it. That was the last article of the season. Um, I, I think that encapsulates the matchup we had pretty well. You, you kicked my ass. My players let me down. And um, all the, the metrics there show it. So congratulations, David. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> I, I'm very excited. Uh, that I have a question, and this might be the most important question of the, the season. Do you want the LSU socks or the Saints socks? I want the Saints socks. All right. Thank you for them. So, yeah, I'm sorry. I, yeah, that's a woo. Suck it, Seth. You get the LSU socks. Shock Here you, is, shock you had to uh, ask. The, is that all them cigars? These are your cigars. All right. Uh, it's Oh, it says how much it's worth on top there. Whoa, looky there. Holy <laughs> mackerel. Yeah, you don't have to, you don't have to say that. I'm going to gift that to somebody. Yeah, I'm loving uh, these cigars. I'm going to smoke them all. I love smoking <laughs> cigars. Uh, I got do, 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 what's more in the prize bag? Oh, I got to get rid of some promo merch. This is uh, just in a quist of paces. Uh, wine, cork, and tumbler. And here is your $50 fantasy football. Oh, it says no cash value and then 50 okay, so. For 
top hat tuxedo. For top hat tuxedo. Oh, that's beautiful. We saw the top hat. Um, I might and, do that. Uh, Daryl, Millie, yeah. if y'all want to hook him up or however you want to do a yeah, gift card to Hideaway. Gift, we don't have anything right now, but I remember you. Right, yeah. No, no problem. He's got gotcha. you. I'm excited about that, too. Yeah. So I'm excited uh, about all this. This is all amazing. Yeah, and uh, as I've mentioned, for me, I get a top top hat $50 gift card and a 25 Hideaway Tavern gift card. Thank you, top hat. And then Seth, next time I see you, I will try and keep these socks on me, and you get $10 to Hideaway, or I'll just buy you a couple beers next time I see you, and we'll call it even. All right, so that's it as far as uh, the league goes. Um, David, do you have any final thoughts? Uh, as a league, how did you feel about this league? I thought you did well with it, man. I was about to say thank you, and, and, and I really appreciate all the hard work that you put in. I know it's a thankless role sometimes being a commissioner, and, mm. and you, you had to do a lot of other stuff too. So, Yeah, yeah, he did a great job. Um, so you earned your uh, $50 uh, deal you got over there too, man. Thank you. I'm, I'm, thank I, you. you know, I, I'm sorry it had to be by 102 points. That, yeah, it was a little you know, embarrassing. I, I would have been I mean, comfortable with like a t- I, 10, 15 point I could have, I could have rested Najee, I think, yeah. uh, and just not played him. <laughs> you could have rested several yeah. players. Yeah. <laughs> you could have honestly – uh, let's see. No, I mean, like, I already had it won. I think I texted you Sunday night. And yeah, I was like, yeah. Hey, man, I enjoyed it. Thank you. you it, know? Was, it was a few hours after we concluded the show. Right. Uh, my solo show. Right. And I was like, this could go either way. Right, 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 <laughs> right, right, right. And then, like, within hours, I get a text from David. It was like, well, that was fun. <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, so uh, that that's, uh, yeah. Uh, thank you for that. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, I found that fantasy leagues can get kind of dull. Right. And to have just a podcast to, like, keep up with just a fantasy league is kind of fun. Um, you know, even though I didn't have a broad audience, I, I do like the idea that, like, any one of the players from our league could check in and be like, oh, I'm part of this fantasy league. You see, you listen to this podcast? is going on? I'm part of that fantasy league. Yeah. Is there any feedback that you would like for next – to potentially see next season? Any uh, scoring? Uh, no. You know, no, not at all. No feedback. Okay. No. Yeah. I'll take it. I just I just show up and win. Uh, there okay. Y'all make the rules. There it is. Yeah. All right, there it is. There yeah. it is. Uh, so hopefully we'll have you back next season. Uh, thank you very much for joining us. Thank um, you, man. Enjoy your prizes. I will enjoy my prizes. Uh, I'll come grab a drink with you after the show. Joel, yeah. Joel and I are yeah, just going to... Let's go. Let's get... Let's get let's we'll get, do a little uh, wrap-up here because the Saints are fixing fresh. Up. Now I can actually be a fan of just my home team. Isn't that great? Instead of, like, not giving a shit about any football team. Um, so, Joel... Uh, I will ask you a similar question. How do you feel about the league this year? How did you feel? Any feedback? Oh, I had fun. When, uh, no, no feedback. We uh, look forward to doing it again next year. Yeah. Ready ready for round two. I need some redemption. I need. Uh, I ended up in fifth, not not where I wanted to. So I'll be back. Yeah. Harder, better, faster, stronger. I wish you the best of luck. Shout sir. out to Dra- Daft Punk and Kanye West. <laughs> uh, and I will hopefully be right there with you back in the mix for Pop Dog. Um I, as far as personal feedback and just observing it, uh, I don't think uh, anything wrong with the league. I think it's pretty standard. You know, PPR, I don't have any no grievances with the scoring. I think just keep it standard so everybody can kind of palette it and understand it, what's going on. We had fun. Um, I'd like to, guess, get a little more organized and make it a little bit more of an event day, and I think part of that would be changing the time. So, yeah, we talked about um, that. We got a whole off season yeah. to figure. We got out. a whole bunch of off season things to figure out, but uh, 
the good news is it's only going to get better, and the feedback this year is really good. So if it's only going to get better, then shit. Yippee ki yay! Uh, uh, let's stay on. Let's get on top and stay on top, baby. Yeah. Um, this has been the HFL Hideaway Fantasy League Live. We've done this for 18 weeks in a row. Um, this is probably the biggest fantasy commitment I've made outside of just it's fantasy been a commitment. itself. Yeah. Uh, I want to thank you a ton for joining me on this journey and showing up most weekends thank you um, uh, it was it was definitely hard to come every week but i did my best yeah we'll we'll figure we'll figure out much something. like some of the players of this year's <laughs> fantasy in general league sometimes shit just happens you know you get covid i didn't but you know yeah. work gets covid sometimes you go out of town stuff happens you need yeah. bye weeks and just like Joe Burrow, you came in strong at the end. Hey. And you can't be sad about that. Nope. Um, yeah, man. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Uh, we appreciate all our supporters, especially Hideaway Den and Arcade. Thank you. Equist Space's uh, Wine and Cheese so of Mandeville work. and Top Hat Tuxedos. We will be contacting you shortly to give a huge thanks. So. Yeah. And Brian. I'm just, again, Brian. Brian. Everybody give it up for Brian. Brian. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I look forward to being a benevolent fantasy commissioner leader. For an extended period of time. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. See you next season. <laughs>